Um, but uh, you know, it's something we haven't actually talked. You gotta get closer to the mic. I feel like I'm in apocalypse now, right now, and this is like you know, you gotta surf. <laughs> you, we're all gonna surf, and then we're gonna drop the napalm. Hey everybody, welcome to Tender Friends, the only podcast about chicken tenders and chicken nuggets. I'm Michael Walker. And I'm Eric Wilson. Welcome back. We're releasing this simultaneously with another piece of media. Sure are. We're, we're full-blown content creators. How about that? Uh, it's episode 103. Uh, it's Monday, September 9th. Uh, and uh, we have a very special episode because um, we're doing some vegan chicken this week. We sure are. And the, the we did vegan chicken this week. We did chicken nuggets last week, and then we took two two weeks off, three weeks if you count the episode. And then we haven't done so we haven't done tenders in almost a month and a half. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm covered in ink. What happened? A pen exploded on me. <laughs> oh no! Um, so the, yeah, this is a, this is a new experience because we've had vegan chicken once before, uh, and now it's uh, a new version of it. And I have to say off the bat, no spoilers, you know, before we introduce our guests and everything, but. Very different from our last vegan very experience. Very different from our last one, yeah. Very yeah. an exciting difference, I think. Agreed, yeah. Well, we did. We went to a vegan place called Doomy's Home Cooking, and mm-hmm. our guest for this episode is Morley. Welcome. Please. Oh, the studio audience is just <laughs> too much. They went nuts. Yeah. There were some flashers, which, you know, I appreciate, <laughs> but I mean... It's, you pay them extra. Yeah. Extra casting. You just got to check a box if you want them to flash. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we specifically. We got like a casting. lot of them for this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All elderly, which was interesting too. I know. What you that like. was what was in your rider. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's the attention to detail that makes this podcast, I think, you know, a step above. Thank, Thank you, you so much for coming. Happy to be here. Um, now, we, we were talking about the whole reason we went to Doomy's Home Cooking today was because of your suggestion. I, okay. I spoke with you last December mm-hmm. uh, about vegan tenders in general, and I believe we spoke, it was like just after we uh, recorded the Crossroads episode. Mm. And I think that's why we got on the topic of it, because sure. I had asked you if you'd ever been to Crossroads. Mm-hmm. Um, and you recommended this place as being one of the most... I can't, you said like edible vegan places or something? Well, it's interesting. I think that for a lot of people that, uh, sometimes I wonder if people that that have been, that are vegans have been vegan so long, they forget what non-vegan stuff tastes like. Mm -hmm. So they, so they have a a strange sense of to, as to how to compare it to non-vegan stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's, there's so often you're just like, wow, you are, it's like, it just says more about the person. (laughs) If they're like, this, this tastes great. And you're just like, that's good to you. Interesting, you know. Um, Are you a vegan or vegetarian? I'm vegetarian. That is what I was going to ask you. So we picked this place, but I wasn't sure if you were a vegan. Now, aspiring vegan. Well, when I met you, I don't think you were a vegetarian. I think when you met me, I was a pescatarian. Yes. Yeah, I was a pescatarian for many years, and then, uh, which means for for those who uh, aren't don't speak Aryan. Wait, that sounds bad. Uh, <laughs> it just means that you eat fish. Um, uh, and then I went full veg, Darian. Uh, I, I was gonna go veg, and then I, and then I realized it sounded <laughs> stupid. A vegetarian. Uh, and then and then he went. And he got paralyzed. And then he I had a stroke veg- on on the middle in the middle of the podcast. Um, <laughs> 
and, and but I'm I'm hoping to 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 graduate to 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 full vegan eventually. Um, it's hard because I have a kid too, and so like a lot of his diet is made up of. I mean, he drinks a lot of milk, for example. Right. You know? Oh, know right, that, which is non-vegan. Yeah, and I mean, like even his formula, it was like you could I could try to find stuff that was you know that was vegan stuff. It was just really tough, but I'm yeah. I I still try when I can to kind of pick the vegan option in general. Yeah. Two two questions. One, I want to circle back to. I feel like you ate chicken when I met you. Maybe. Is that crazy? Maybe. Because I feel like I remember you saying just outing him right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just I like it's I always find it interesting um the journey that people take to go it's, to because yeah, my it, best friend from growing up is a vegan now. And right. he was not. Mm-hmm. Like he, he well, wasn't even it, a vegetarian. Yeah, tell it, us about I, your journey. I think it says more about how long we've known each other then because prior to being pescatarian I was I, I ate uh, chicken as well. And then I haven't eaten I'll say this, I haven't eaten red meat in i don't know probably a decade or something like that uh or more uh and then uh it was hard yeah i i I basically was like i was pescatarian for years and then i got married and was like uh i it's really hard to sort of like kind of push that onto somebody else if they're not willing to make that decision as well and so then i adopted eating chicken as well and then uh then moved back to pescatarian and then uh, my wife actually was like, you know, let's do vegetarian. I was like, great. And it was like her idea. So, mm-hmm. so I was fully on board and, um, yeah. Is there any overlying reason why? I mean, there's a few, I mean, not to, you know, it always sounds bad when people are like, so, and you're like, oh, and then you get into like the, the reasons and it just sounds like you're just being super judgy and, uh, and like, <laughs> oh, Morrissey is on the podcast. Not yeah, Marley. exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, uh, no, it, it just the, I mean, prominent, prominently, uh, predominantly, I would say it was the animal rights uh, stuff. Sure. And then secondarily to that, the climate change stuff. And mm-hmm. then the, you know, uh, underneath that would be health stuff. And, sure. uh, and, uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, I think that we're in a, the, it's easier to be, I think, vegetarian and vegan now because there are options like places like Doomies where you're not yeah. necessarily giving up. Um, anything that has good, you know, like I live in Highland Park now and it's amazing to me how many options are there that are like, wow, this is like fan- fantastic in terms yeah. of like the, the actual quality of stuff. Because there was years and I think the main reason that was holding me back from being vegetarian was like that the fake meat options were just garbage. Yeah, you know? yeah. And now sure. they're just, they're, they're so, they're so improved to what they used to be. Impossible burgers, Beyond Burgers are so good. I mean, and I say that as not being a, an out of touch person yeah. who doesn't remember what a real hamburger tasted like. I feel like know? we've talked about it on the podcast before. You've not tried any, but would you be willing to try Impossible or anything? Because it's plant based. I would it's try like a that. hamburger before I tried an Impossible Burger. Okay. Just because I'm going to do it, I'm just going to do the full. Yeah, thing. just do it. Wait, wait, wait. You would try a what? Like a regular hamburger or cheeseburger before I tried an impossible. Oh, you haven't even had a hamburger. <laughs> no, no. That's right. Wow. Um, so let me go back to something you said earlier then. You said that um, some people will be like, this is really good vegetarian food. And you're like, really? So, so are you saying like you d- typically don't like the taste of vegetarian food? Well, I think it was years ago. Uh, and you've just like kind of grown like to love it like beer. Like uh, you just well, have to force yourself. <laughs> Which is ironic because I've I've never learned to drink beer actually. Me neither. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, I and you recently stopped drinking as well. I yeah, heard. I stopped yeah. drinking this year. 
How's that been for you? Great. I never, I didn't really drink much to begin with. Right. So it's like, it was never some, I mean, when I was in college, I, I drank a lot like any, like, like a big 10 mm-hmm. quintessential like Stupid John frat. Belushi, Animal House, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, no gag reflex, the full liquor bottle <laughs> right, down yeah. the gullet. Um, no, I, so, so to answer your question, yeah, there's definitely, there were years where like one of the main reasons it was hard for me to go vegetarian is because I just had bad vegetarian and vegan food and yeah. didn't believe that it wouldn't be uh, this terrible sacrifice in terms of like, cause I, you know, I was, uh, I've been straight edge since I was in high school and like, I have like almost no vices basically. Mm. And like food was like my main thing where I was like, I love good food. I love sugar. I love desserts, all that stuff. Um, and so for me, the idea of like sacrificing one more thing that like made life enjoyable, uh, was daunting. And then, you know, when you, I think it's like, you know, um, being a vegetarian or, or a vegan is like, it's sort of like getting into punk rock. You need the kind of cool person that can say like, okay, but these are the really good bands that you yeah. should check out. Cause then you can, you know, like, and someone that can kind of guide you through it. So and you're so, saying if you want to be a vegetarian or vegan, you should join the buddy system and like, it helps. It helps if you have a cool older brother figure <laughs> or sister that can, that can like, you know, introduce you and, and guide you away from good Charlotte. Yeah. Like descendants. Yeah. There you go. I like, I would, do you feel like you could survive? I guess this is a stupid question, but do you feel like you could survive as easily as a vegetarian outside of the bubble that we live in? Because you live in high. Right. I mean, yeah. gotta be, that's gotta be tough for people. It's gotta be. I mean, look at the strip Absolutely. mall we just went to. You mm-hmm. did like, you were, that we walked whole, out, you're pointing out to strip everything. Mall. Mm-hmm. What, what that strip mall not only do, was Doomies, just like a your, your, the kitchen we went to, we'll talk about it later, but they had an offshoot of a Mexican mm-hmm. restaurant and there was a vegan ice cream place. Yep. That's not Doomies ice cream, is it? No, it's not, but it's, I think, yeah, it's it's I think that that uh, I mean, even like the the meat companies are getting into plant based options, not only for obviously the environmental reasons and all the other stuff, but just the fact that they're like, wow, so this is a business model that we've just kind of been ignoring for yeah. years. And yeah. so, you know, the fact that they have the impossible Whopper at Burger King, I think, is a really encouraging thing in terms of some people think like, oh, well. You know, if you make a you know meat product, then you they should they should be avoided in, in all costs, and I respect that. But I think that to me, if you can start to slowly offer options that the culture will take seriously and say mm-hmm. like, okay, this is good one and two, yeah. it's easy to get to get. It's also not, you know, expensive, uh, you know, prohibitively so. Because a lot of times vegan stuff can be like, oh, that's a great vegan restaurant if you want to like blow your entire paycheck on it type yeah. of thing. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, so, that's how Crossroads was. It was right. so expensive. It's and way we too hated expensive. It. Totally. I don't think we've had a chance to talk about KFC coming out with the impossible. Right. Yeah. yeah. So this is, this is nuts because last week on the episode, we were talking about nuggets and we were talking about the impossible burger and all that kind of stuff getting, you know, ready for this week's episode. And we talked about how in our 420 episode, we talked about, um, how do we think, you know, that, now that marijuana is slowly becoming legal, um, will, what's next? Psychedelics, like shrooms and things like that. And, and the whole conversation, I was like, there's no way, there's no way. Two weeks later, Denver and Oakland legalized or decriminalized mushrooms. Last week we were talking about, and we had a conversation and I brought up, do, you, do we think that they're ever going to be the chicken option that, mm-hmm. that, that the Whopper has with the Impossible Burger? And we're like, yeah, probably like next year or something like that. Literally... Within the week between these episodes airing, it happened. Yeah. So KFC now is testing only in Georgia mm-hmm. for now. What an interesting place spots. to test it too, though. 
I feel like a lot of the test stuff happens in either Georgia or like Texas. Right. It's interesting that they're going to Atlanta, which is Chick Fil A stomping grounds, to test their chicken. So maybe that's the market you want. Yeah. Um, so yeah, gonna, so if you're gonna go at the king, though, you gotta, you can't miss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, Popeyes found that out the hard way. That's right. And uh, <laughs> so it's plant based, right? Yeah, it's plant based. It's like the same. It's Impossible. It's the same mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what plant protein, pea protein, right? It's well, Beyond Burger is pea protein. I'm not. I'm not sure. I know that with Impossible, there's a few different kinds of stuff. Like they include like a beet coloring, so that there's like a reddish hue to it, so it looks like. There's blood in no, the that's, burger. That's Beyond, right? No, no, that one's impossible. Oh. Beyond is also has the, but it, it doesn't look like bloody, basically. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And some some vegan people have kind of freaked out and been like, this is psychologically weird to me to eat something that I know is okay, and yet I'm seeing like red drops hit the you know plate below me, and it feels like, but it's it's really just trying to I think recreate the uh, the the experience of eating a burger. You yeah. Know? Um, well, it's yeah. to bridge the gap between yeah. somebody who's not going to do it and someone who is. Mm-hmm. But I, I can understand why somebody would not like it, but also get used to it, buddy. That's how yeah. we're eating meat now. Right. So, so another piece of evidence that the tender friend's bump is real. Mm. I've been saying it since right. the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it's true. true. And this is just more evidence. And this is the biggest evidence, I think, so far. Certainly. Um, within a week, it was announced. So. Um, so KFC, if you're listening, what else do you hope that you can you can communicate to them? Because they're obviously I know, listening right? to the podcast. I mean, I would assume so. We actually well, what's our Venmo? We actually know the son of the C CFO COO okay. of, of KFC. Where does he um, rate on the on the like the colonel? So is he like a sergeant <laughs> or is he? Yeah, I, I would imagine he's like a first class sergeant. Okay. in the uh, KFC army mm-hmm. with all these places, you know, doing these new kinds of meat. Uh, I think it goes back to your point is is like people I don't think people write off veganism or vegetarianism as like um, extremism. Yeah, they, they don't they're not writing it off because of, you know, people being PC and then going mm-hmm. and, and, and celebrating causes and, and like, you know, animal rights and all that stuff. They're writing it off because the quality of the food is not where for some people it's it, they want it to yeah. be to live that lifestyle totally but we are slowly falling into oh, that the, the landscape yeah. is definitely changing totally. and i think these businesses are finding out that if you can produce a good vegan product yeah you'll it, sell it it's crazy I mean, to me it's like why not like to not have the option seems crazy to me because it's sort of like you know um an arbitrary sort of like limitation and being yeah. like, you know it's like it's like uh, being Ben Folds Five, where you're like, we can't have guitar in a song. We can't, you know, type of thing. It's like a lot of punk references. I am trying to keep it relevant, guys. No, um, <laughs> but you ben know, Fold fi- Ben Folds Five is punk. He's I don't hardcore know he punk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but um, so you know, like there, I think that like it doesn't make sense to not have an option, even yeah. if no one's like, what are you really spending on? I think um, overhead is probably the issue. Right. Is, is it, it are yeah. people even if it is a good product. Are people going to KFC for the vegan chicken? Maybe not, but it does at least help. It, it, it It's good PR. It'll probably be more affordable. Totally. It's good yeah. PR, and it's also the kind of thing where you can you can say, we have this option, and aren't we evolved or whatever. Yeah. And I think also as, you know, uh, these these products become, like, as, as more and more people start, I mean, I'm not one of these people that wants to necessarily hardcore regulate things, but you know, there are aspects of like similar to the, you know, car industry that are like, 
if we could have some kind of regulations on factory farming and, and on the meat production in general, obviously everybody talking about the Amazon and Leonardo DiCaprio getting in on like, stop eating red meat and there won't be the Amazon that's being burned, you know, and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, you know, that not having at least an alternative is yeah. short sighted, you know, for these yeah. companies as a business plan. So it's um, safe to say you support the green new deal. Uh, I definitely support lots of aspects. I mean, I, I think, you know, I'm going to be saying, when is like, your campaign launch officially? <laughs> well, <laughs> I just, I, the idea of, I, I wish I had boned up a little bit on my, uh, on my politics yeah, you didn't before know this coming was... on the, the chicken tenders <laughs> podcast. You get hard hitting in <laughs> exactly. this. Exactly. Uh... I do support a lot of aspects of it. And I think that, that, you know, um, I think that if we could start regulating the industry a little bit more, uh, so that, so that we could, I mean, the bottom line is that like, and again, I feel bad because if I was going to be the, the, the vegan, you know, activist uh, for the show, I feel like I should have really, you know, had more knowledge to drop. But um, well, no offense to our last vegan guests, but they uh, I feel like didn't come with as, uh, as much knowledge. So, well, they weren't well, I, they weren't going for. It. So, first of all, one of them wasn't a vegan. The other one was a vegan. But for like the and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you said it. You basically said everything that you said, because when I was like, why are you a vegan? He was like, I don't know, man, just trying to do something different. <laughs> like it was like no, sure. none of this. And I yeah. expected him to say everything that you said. But it was just right. like, a, oh, I saw it on TV. Like it was, <laughs> it was like, oh, I mean, right. there's. There's a, there's so many different reasons. I mean, even just in terms of like the health aspects of like you know, um, you know. I mean, I you know, cancer is off the charts in this country, obviously. Yeah. And I I do wonder if there's uh, if there's something to do with the the specifically the red meat, but but all meat. You know, I mean, the hormones are pumping into these things, and 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 just in general, the fact that we as a culture, like if you looked back say a hundred years ago, people weren't eating meat every single meal every single day. Yeah, well, they were, like, but everyone had gout. Well, there you go. Uh, it was the, you know, the, the age of gout the, the just, there wasn't the same amount of consumption. And like mm-hmm. the fact that we, you know, you can go into a grocery store and see like just huge, huge aisles full of meat that like will never be eaten yeah. and it'll just go bad. And you're like, wow, those animals died for nothing. Not even for like, you well, know, that's the thing back in, back in those days though. I feel like there was a lot of meat consumption when they could get it, mm-hmm. but it was also, it wasn't processed or weren't no hormones right, in true. it. It was, that's we shot true. it on the backyard and now we're growing it up for dinner. Like it was, right. it was yeah. farm to table at the purest sense. I mean, you know, we hope so for sure. I mean, in terms of like, I mean, I'm sure that even historically they were still probably treating those animals terribly, but still not oh, as sure bad. Worse. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> much I mean, worse. I, I, I feel like worse, right? Like I can't imagine worse. Like it's gotten as we've gone. Well, it was because it was free range. Cause you had, everything was caught. Yeah. And also because there wasn't, they weren't trying to create the volume that they're creating now. There wasn't yeah, as much yeah. need to like, well, we, we better put all these chickens in a shoe Pack box them because yeah, there's yeah. just no way that we could fit them in a, in a, you know, even in a, a pen. Stuff their you know? throats. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Enough. It's like we found one cow. We're going to drag it to town and, and cut it up for right. the rest of the there fucking winter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and, and look, if, if, if meat consumption was like the, uh, Ted Nugent even, and I hate Ted Nugent, <laughs> but like he at least says like, I only eat meat that I hunt and I only hunt with like a bow or whatever yeah, type of yeah. thing. Like I can respect that. Same. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, well, that's great. That's why he's not had any any beef. Anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can't quite it's hard, it's hard to get an you're... arrow through a nugget. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know, like I can respect the sort of Native American thing of like you kill one bison, you use all of the aspects of it, all the you know the, mm-hmm. the, the, the fur, the bones, everything, and like yeah, okay, that makes sense. But like we're so as a culture and as a world, just like you know, Hey, I want a hamburger. Let's kill that cow and then cut it up into a thousand hamburgers, eat one and just chuck the rest in a dumpster, you know, yeah. type of thing. 
So anyway, I feel like I should tell some jokes or something. <laughs> well, no, we got a good. Yeah. We, I mean, we, like we, I said, our last vegan episode was not very informative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I was very reluctant to do it, but now mm-hmm. that I've done it, I'm less reluctant into this episode. Um, plus, you you come with a you know breadth of knowledge, which is great for this kind of episode because I have no yeah. vegan knowledge. Michael is a Wikipedia filled I've looked, I've on looked, vegan. You I've know, looked at the internet. Um, but let's get into the place. Let's okay. get into cool. uh, Doomies. Doomies home cooking. Yeah, do cook in right. No cook G. in. There is no G on the side. apostrophe. Yeah, they're way too. They're more chillaxed. Yeah, than, exactly. Know? They're like Guns and Roses. It's like it's not and roses. It's like <laughs> roses. Guns and Roses. Making more punk references. They uh they have pretty late hours. They're they're like a late night spot, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I I, I wouldn't expect uh, when I think of vegans, I don't think of out all night. Mm-hmm. You know. Not yeah. to typecast all vegetarians, no, sure. but yeah, yeah. they're not the 3 a.m. I need some fried chicken kind of people. I think that yeah. that kind of stresses the point that you've brought up is that there there was a need for this type of mm-hmm. thing in the vegan community. And that's why this place is cool. There was like if you think of vegan, you don't think of somebody who wants to eat chicken tenders when they're yeah. when they're, you know, Leaving drunk. Or, yeah, sure, right. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's 2019. That's what this market's for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It's, a, it's a shorter menu. It is like a bar kind of food menu almost. But it is like mm-hmm. a nice little. Tiny little restaurant in a strip mall. You described um, it as a diner. I'd yeah, explain explain your uh, uh, thought process. <laughs> explain explain yourself. <laughs> explain well, it. <laughs> I guess it's, it's maybe it's because I don't I don't eat at a lot of bars since I don't drink. But uh, but I will say to me it felt dinery because you know there's like the plastic menus. There's like the you know the kind of food they have is like burgers and chili fries and things like that. And I guess that's sort of pub esque. Yeah. Um, but uh, for me, you know, it, it just it, it has all of the sort of trappings of like the little tables. Um, you know, with, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, with a big, you know, a cup the full of silverware, you know? Yeah. The cup of silverware is a big yeah. diner, mm-hmm. a, a big diner yeah. call that. I think diner is, is the good way, a good way to, to describe this place. Uh, it's much different from crossroads, not to keep mm-hmm. comparing the two cause they are apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was definitely not the experience I thought it would be. Both, oh really? Both in quality and atmosphere, and I, you know, again because I typecast vegans, I think of like a nice, more upscale, quiet kind of not well, we as, not as got, grungy. Right. We also got kind of accosted a little bit halfway through with like, was that woman yeah, that sort bitch. of drunk? What was I the don't deal? Really with she was a hundred percent drunk. There was something up with her. I don't know. If she was yeah. Drunk. She was a little. She was a little touched. We were well, in the middle of a conversation, and I just you you guys are facing me, and I'm yeah. facing like her, and she just turns around in the middle of the conversation, just stares at me. I'm like, so I stop talking and I just stare back at her and she's like, you guys talking about bullshit? (laughs) (laughs) That's the best. That's like the best way to fly into any conversation. I was like, and we're all like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) She's like, just bullshit on bullshit on bullshit. Is that what you're talking about? And then it got so awkward because like, who does that? That we stopped talking and didn't know where to go from there. Yeah. And she's like, I'll let you get back to your bullshit. Well, she she also started talking <laughs> to us as though she was going to say, you know. Like, like she heard us and wanted to add to the conversation. Yeah, exactly. But then she just she just said what we were saying was bullshit. Yeah. And then it was basically just an awkward silence. She bullied us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got bullied at doing some cooking. I guess that's the risk you run if you have a like a restaurant in Hollywood. It's true. Yeah. But you're I think always also have someone coming in. Have yeah. I mean, going nuts. if you think that you're going to go to a vegan restaurant and not find an annoying person that uh, somehow, you know, like that's another, maybe that person worked for Doomies and was just like, see, this is like every restaurant. <laughs> yeah. You go there and if you're talking about bullshit, they're going to say, oh, <laughs> uh, you're talking about bullshit, you know? 
Um, yes, that was yeah. that was appalling. Um, <laughs> so we got um, chicken fingers is what they call them on the menu. It says not real chicken, not real fingers, not really fingers, not really chicken either. Uh, and they were eight fifty, I believe. Nine fifty. Nine fifty. And you get six chicken tenders. And I will say off the bat, if you're wondering what these look like at all, they look like mozzarella sticks. They do look they just look straight up like mozzarella. Just or, mozzarella or fish sticks, sticks too. Yeah. 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 Like a chunky fish stick. Um, Not you, what I was expecting. You brought one home in a napkin. I did. That's adorable. I wanted to look at it and okay. just like have it <laughs> sitting there. Well, why don't you take a bite and let us hear the crunch right. because I want to oh. start off with a nice little crunch point for these babies. Mm. Yeah, let's do it. Crunch point. Yeah, I think that's a great that's a great point to start out with. That's the I think that's unfair to say this about vegan chicken tenders or vegan fried chicken, but the, I would say the crunch is always what comes out forward. Yeah, for absolutely. Vegan. And I think it's never flavor or texture or anything else. It's always crunch of the breading for vegan for if, me. It's because they got to use that as their sort of like focal point. Exactly. Because yeah. It's not going to be the chicken. Yeah. Because the texture of any vegan food is going to be maybe a little mushier or mm-hmm. maybe a little drier depending on what you're trying to yeah, yeah. recreate. Um, so I think, and I, this is why I think I enjoyed them is uh, the crunch is just, it distracts you. It's like, Oh, this is a crunchy chicken finger. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, you don't think as much of the inside, but I do think the inside was also, you know, favorable. Yeah. I'll back you up yeah. on that. Uh, I do think that as far as like chicken specifically, uh, one of the things I was always annoyed at when uh, when I would compare real meat to fake meat was like, you know, tofu does not taste like any kind of meat. It yeah. ta- you know, like, and so it's, if anything, the only way to really appreciate or enjoy anything that's tofu is if you just accept that it tastes like something different. If you're mm-hmm. expecting chicken, tofu will always disappoint you. I mean, I think that's the biggest problem with all meat substitutes absolutely well for a while that wasn't said, everything just tofu exactly so yeah. you'd be like oh this is like a chicken pad thai but it's the chicken is made of tofu and i think that that it's gotten a lot better yeah. in terms of texture the to- like because they're now not just limiting themselves to tofu they're using a lot of like soy protein and things like that which and that's what these were, were right soy protein. she said soy protein mm-hmm. and the same thing with obviously the different beyond you know products and the and the um the different um fake meat options that you can get at places like 365 and uh, and even like Trader Joe's and stuff but um that the chicken is becoming more like they're getting like oh it's not just like a spongy sort of yeah. you know texture to it that it's like it's you can still sort of like peel pieces of the chicken away in a way mm-hmm. that isn't just like oh this is a tofu spongy stuff I will say though I would have guessed that this was tofu Really yeah, but I also don't have much of a. I'm so like when you do you eat a lot of tofu as a, as a vegetarian. Yeah. Now, what's your what's your texture? You flip around depending on what you're making, or do you have a uh, you know a firm, extra firm, soft? Whatever? Oh, uh, it depends on what I'm making. Yeah, I mean some stuff I like it to be softer. Some stuff I like it to be fried and yeah. like to be you know. Um, sometimes I like it. You know, I'm a big fan of like the the soy rizzo and like mm-hmm. things like that. Those can be really good. Um, but for me, I think that like you know, and obviously in terms of the chicken tenders. Uh, you know, the breading is always going to mask a lot of it. Yeah. But like even looking at it, it doesn't quite, it still looks a little more chickeny on the inside yeah. than, than oh. spongy. Oh, for sure. This looks like chicken. I think that if you had handed me this right now and not, you know, I didn't know that we just went and did a, a episode on this. I would say that, yeah, this might be like a chicken fry. Mm-hmm. It's and like, that is a little disconcerting. It's got the, it's the color of yucky dark meat, mm. which is like one thing. It's like when I bit into it, I thought, 
ew, this looks like gross dark meat. But then I was like, it's not though. That's something mm-hmm. that usually that. I'm a very visual too. Yeah. And I, that's something that did not throw me as much as I thought it would. Um, you can set it back I'm on the table. <laughs> I didn't know if anyone was trying to eat it. Uh, yeah, I, that's, it is interesting to me that, that it didn't bother you. That's like the first thing I thought. Yeah. And I, I, so I intentionally, and maybe this is because coming hot off of episode three of Eric tries new food video, mm-hmm. uh, now on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, that I'm just like more like, let's just get the fuck over with, you know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I, I, we, we split two orders of tenders, so yeah. 12 tenders between us. I don't think we ate them all. Uh, then we got two orders of fries, regular yeah. fries and chili cheese fries. Um, and I was like, I'm just going to eat it. I'm like, we have to eat it, so just fucking chow down. And then once I realized that I could eat it, not, not that that was something I was wondering prior to that. Um, <laughs> can I even can do, I this? do this? Can uh, I do this? It was good. Yeah, no, I think they're really good. What I, about the sauces, though? Because that's the, I think that with, you know, I know that that's probably a, a qualifying aspect of this where it's sort of like you can't judge a tender you know, when it's in the, without the context of its dipping sauce. We try but, to though. Right. Sure. Because it's like, we're trying to, I do get that that goes along with it, but it really, I want them to be able to stand on their own. Right. And I, I mean, think, that's, that's one of the things I think with uh, vegan options too, is that, is that if you can get something that accurately comes close, like, you know, Doomies also has a really great like pulled pork sandwich. Yeah, I saw that. And they, have the, whatever sauce they use, tastes like the sauces that you would get in a pulled pork sandwich. And so you you eat it, and you're like, oh, because they approximated the sauce close enough. You're like this. If you can get the texture and you get the sauce, you're there. You yeah, know, you're basically ninety percent there. there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so they do have an, a good uh, uh, ranch and barbecue sauce. I mean, before, what, sorry, before we get like further into sauces. I want to I run through a couple things real quick. Yeah. I'm thinking of points for this place. Same, yeah. And I'm coming up empty on a lot of them. So I just want to run through some of the qualifiers that we have for other places and see if this place would get them. And I'm thinking ahead, and I, you know, they're not going to get a lot of them. Size point? Mm. Probably not. Right? No. Size, no. Price? I don't think so. I mean, we know vegan places are more expensive. I wouldn't give it a price point. Nine fifty for here's, six? Here's the thing. I would say yes on a price point. Of nine fifty for these six vegan fingers, but the fact that the fries were six fifty, yeah, makes me take away the price point. Mm. I don't even. I, I wouldn't like even a, give it a price point because nine fifty. Like, listen, I don't know what this plant protein or soy protein is made of, but yeah. essentially that's what tofu is, right? Soy protein. That's literally kind of another word for tofu. Kind of. So. I said get, kind of like mm, I don't want to correct him on his own show, but no, no, that's it's, wrong. it's more that I don't want to to say the wrong thing and then you know anger anybody who would be like like a like a vegan. Well, like I'll say this: I was on like a, a I was on a Beatles vegan. podcast, and they got the the notes like someone got some small thing wrong, and one of the notes on on the on YouTube, YouTube's, iTunes was uh, was someone meant to say "Do your homework," but they just wrote "Do you homework?" <laughs> so they like with exclamation, "Do you homework?" So I, mean, I don't I want anybody I, to tell you to do. We your probably homework. not as many listeners as that one, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> say whatever you want. We don't get checked. I just feel like you know. If it's close enough to tofu, it can't be that expensive to make. And six mm. of these is like under half a block of tofu. And a yeah. block of tofu is so like... Do you think they're upcharging for, for what reason? Because a block of tofu is $1.49 and you could probably make a thousand of these. Sure, but but everyone knows that a block of tofu is $1.49. So why, why and how can they get away with doing that? Right, that's what I'm saying. They don't get a point. 
It's yeah, just, I know. I, I know. It's expensive as fuck. I would say the reason why they charge what they charge is they would say, well, we're a Hollywood vegan place, and if you want this flavor, these types of things, you know, people will pay a little bit more. Right. Yeah. I don't want to give them a point for it, though. I think it's expensive. I think you're right. I think you're right. No, <laughs> so, I think so you think the, the fact that vegan food is more expensive is because of what they have to go through to create something that's somewhat... Well, I think in this case, it's more expensive because they, it's a price point. They, they know their clientele will, will pay. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't think it's necessarily like, but that's what I'm saying. Has, has the vegan or vegetarian clientele just come to an understanding that every product they get is going to be more expensive always. Um, Uh, No, I don't think so. I I think like the days of uh, people saying like, I can't be vegan because it's too expensive are over. I think now there's enough. Uh, vegan and vegetarian options mm-hmm. that are that are uh, priced at a certain point. I think that you know I, I, there are definitely cheaper options than Doomies in the city for you know in any way, shape, or form. But uh, you know I I generally like their food more, so I I'm willing to pay more for it. I don't think that the price comes from the vegan. I think the price comes from the home cooking. Okay, like the fact that they're char- they're charging us more because it's like homemade food. Right. I mean, I, I think the other thing too is everything there's homemade. You think? Yeah, I would bet. Well, I mean, we homemade our sprites too. If you think about it, <laughs> true. I mean, like yeah, they, you know, at a freestyle machine, we, right. we usually that get is great. For that. I would love. I mean, when have you seen a, a place like this have a freestyle machine? That is always point worthy. Love it. Um, um, no, I, I think that uh, I think there. I, I I wish I knew more about the economics of it, but I think that there is probably it's more expensive uh, to to get vegan options than than to get you know. Uh, meat-based options. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I, I I heard that like Taco Bell has like grade F meat that's like lower quality meat than dog food. Do your homework. Do you homework? Yeah. <laughs> Do you homework? <laughs> Do you homework? Question mark? Exclamation point. I don't think that this place gets a value point. Like anything pertaining to price or value, sure. I don't. Yeah. Because come on, six tenders for nine fifty. That's a bummer. I was full by them. It's not like I left there hungry. You're, yeah, I know, but if you went there alone, you would get a chicken tenders for nine fifty, and then a fries for six fifty, mm-hmm. and that is sixteen dollars. That's a lot for chicken tenders and fries. Like, there's yes. other places we, I wouldn't give them a point for six. They were a little bigger, maybe, fries. maybe, mm, but, but they're, they're not. They're just six mozzarella sticks for right. nine fifty. <laughs> yeah, so I just I, I wouldn't That's give them any of those points. Sure. Uh, what about color and appearance point? I don't want to give them an appearance point because that threw me that they look like mozzarella sticks, but I would be able I like to, the color. I would give it a color point. Yeah. Uh, I got to say, you guys, I am in awe right now of the amount of analysis that was done. And I watched you guys the, when they dropped the, the, when they dropped the tenders, you just dug in. There was no like you know, sitting and analyzing and like, this is how I feel about this. This is, you know, and like sort of note taking or anything. So the fact that you can be this, you can have, 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 have this much of a, of a sense of all of these things. It's a, in such a short amount of time is impressive. It's a sixth sense. Yeah. We kind of just, you know, we, we go through and have to figure out like what is, what is noteworthy and what is, I know, but like, I didn't think you were thinking about any of this stuff <laughs> you were talking about when we were, you know, we're having full blown conversations about something else. But yeah, we're talking about bullshit on bullshit on bullshit. It's like the hangover scene when he, with all the, all the equations above our head exactly. while we're talking about bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's I I I think it's definitely a skill. Like it's like multitasking, but instead of being able to multitask many things, <laughs> the one task 
has to be thinking about chicken. Mm. <laughs> I can't think at about all times. It. We always think about chicken. So it's easy to, yeah. when we have to, but when I see like, you know, movies about like, uh, you know, people that judge restaurants and stuff, mm-hmm. like I'm going to just name off a few best friends wedding. Sure. You know, uh, chef, mm-hmm. uh, that movie with Bradley Cooper. Uh-huh. Uh, I, that was the only, that was the only three I could There's think There's an animated one. Oh, well Ratatouille. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they always seem like there's like, you know, everyone's like bringing a plate and laying it down and they're like looking at it and they take a bite and they're, or they're like sniffing it like wine or something like that. Well, um, let's not get confused. This is, it's still just chicken fingers. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like some people might do that, but we're not reviewing wine where this is how, this is how, this I is what know. you do. Instead of sniffing it, you just kind of blindly shove it down your throat. But that's the thing is you <laughs> didn't, you didn't like look at it and you're like, you're like, Okay, I'm good. Are you are you good? Can I can I eat this? Are you okay, yeah. Okay, and then you like eat yeah. it together. Like there was no like sort of like the fact that you could could have all this analysis literally would just like here you go. Do you guys need anything else? No, we're good. Bite and then like we just kept talking and then but like now I'm seeing all of these you know beautiful yeah. mind style uh, <laughs> you know equations being think of it like as a like a you know like a you know, a feared seasoned casting director like you go you step out in front of them you you begin your first line you're like well I and they're like got it thanks next mm, like yeah. that's what we are you put it down we'll take a bite we're like good <laughs> great a, thanks next that's a very good that's uh, yeah doesn't mean we don't like you sure but we got it yeah yeah we know we know we're in, we got it that's great in this one bite exactly that's a that's a very good analogy yeah it's an analogy yeah. yeah. So the other points I want to run down, um, chunky meat mouth. I like the texture. I don't know if I would count that as chunky meat mouth. It's hard to call it chunky meat mouth when it's not meat. Yeah, I'll give it a... I like this texture. It's a little spongy. I didn't like the thicker ones. The thinner ones were pretty good. So I'll give it I'll give it like a mouthfeel point. Sure. Sorry, I get you sexual How here. do you feel? <laughs> Ooh. Should I do a, a sound effect for for the future if you ever want to reference mouthfeel point? I would love that. Ooh, mouthfeel point. <laughs> nice. Um, I think that these had. I was trying to. I pulled all the the breading off and ate the breading, and then I ate just the center, which you probably didn't do. Did I you? I didn't do that. No. Um, I did tear it, and not a really great tear. Yeah, I mean it's hard when they're like this, but the the flavor, I like. It's like how do I want to give it a point? Would I give it a point because I feel like the flavor is a good replacement for chicken? Then yes. it's not getting a point. Mm. Oh, really? I don't think that it tastes like chicken. I don't. Really? I don't think it does either. But I think it tastes good. I don't think I have. A I problem. don't think it. I, I don't have a problem with how it tastes. Oh, I don't have a problem with so how it tastes. So for being fake chicken, I would give it a point. Okay. As a chicken replacement. Cool. So it's that's mm. let's say like a flavor point, but I wouldn't say that it. It's not getting like a. I wouldn't call it a flavor point now. A master of disguise point. Like it doesn't, it's mm. not doing a good job. Yeah. Pretending to be a chicken tender, but for what it is, I like it. Well, I like the flavor. Yeah. And it's, and, and it, we're also then you're coming up against the, the, the difficulty, which is, do you judge it based on its own as a chicken tender or do you judge it based on its peers of. Right. That's what I'm other, saying. Yeah. Well, if we're judging it off its peers, I like these a hell of a lot better yeah. than uh, Crossroads. Mm. And I, I think there were, I had some vegan tenders in Indiana that I really, really liked, and I'm just chasing those. It's like the first time high. Yeah. Yeah. And I just can't find any that match up. No, chasing and I, I think these are close. At, they're, they're close, but it's like the other ones. The other ones, truly, it's like if I look at these, it's like I know this isn't chicken. Yeah. But the other ones, like they, it was so hard to believe they weren't. It wasn't chicken, and it tasted like chicken. Yeah. Well, I think it's also uh, one of those things where we're gonna, you know 
reach the day where maybe the restaurant isn't so proud of its veganness and it just is sort of low key vegan. You'd be like, Oh wow. I didn't yeah. even realize that's what they're going for. I think mm-hmm. because they said, I can't remember on the menu. It said like, we believe that good food is just good food. And this food just happens to be vegan. Like right. they're not aiming for that, which is mm-hmm. cool. Did you look up any of their history? Uh, I didn't. I know that there's, they had a second location open in Clover city this year, which is great. Um, yeah. and then they had this, Doomie's Tex-Mex or Doomie's mm-hmm. Mex next to it. And then I think they opened another one of those as well. So people are into it. They, they are very difficult to figure out. They don't have a website or yeah, anything. Yeah, they're really low-key. They just have a Facebook. I think it's just... I mean, like, it says, tell us how you feel. Veg at gmail.com. That's probably... I mean, <laughs> it's probably just, like, a family or, you know, yeah. some dude that wanted to I like the idea this. of somebody's last name being Doomie. Because that sounds like a you know a, a, a member of John the Germs. John Doomy, a member of the Germs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Doomy. Uh, I would give it. I don't. What do you think about a flavor point? Because I didn't mind the taste. Oh, I mean, you wouldn't say that the last one was a flavor point because that's what I was saying. I was agreeing with you because like no, I don't. No, mind I think the, the taste. last one is that they did. They did chicken fingers, vegan chicken fingers. Well, um, okay. And then I think this one is just that they it had like a nice sweet flavor. It. Uh, it wasn't juicy, mm. and it wasn't like it was kind of dry, but it was like what you would expect, I guess. I wonder how you yeah. could make them juicy, because it's like that's like the interesting thing of what Beyond is doing with their meat, right. adding the beet juice to make mm-hmm. it juicy. It's like how could yeah. you how so could you, you translate that? No, I think they're fried. Hmm. I do agree though. It's because uh, the truth is that tofu is not traditionally a very juicy uh, thing, and I think generally soy is is not known for its juiciness. And I think that the that the true uh, you know innovation in vegan uh, alternatives is going to be adding those different aspects that make the the experience of eating meat feel you know singular. So yeah, yeah. I think that that uh, it's it's tough with. I mean. I think that the I would imagine the juiciness factor is hard even with regular, you know, uh, uh, chicken fingers in terms of like, I would say, you know, back when I ate chicken fingers, probably one out of every four was maybe juicy. Oh, it just depends on where you go, baby. Yeah, man. 103 episodes. We got some juicy tenders. We got some juicy tenders. <laughs> sure. Um, but let's, let's talk about something that is uh, unique to each place and every place has them. Sauces. Oh, mm. yes. So now when we went uh, to order, you immediately brought up the ranch. You said your wife is obsessed with the ranch. Yeah. Um, Shout and, out, Kate. And yep. then you're obsessed with the ranch as well. So I'm interested to see Michael's opinion on this ranch. Oh, I loved it. I think she is right to feel the way she does. What did, what did you say she did? Well, she likes it so much that she orders like a, like a, like a cup of it. Like a, like a 16 ounce. Like a 16 ounce cup. And she just says, just fill it with ranch, and uh, and she brings it home. And then, like for the rest of the week, we have like a Coca Cola cup uh, with a little piece of tin foil on mm-hmm. top of it that's just full of ranch <laughs> that she'll just put on stuff. This is a great ranch to do that with. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm not. I actually hate ranch dressing in general. So you don't like this one? I li- you don't like any of them. I like this one, Ooh. despite my distaste for ranch dressing. There's an herb in it, and I don't know what it is, but whatever herb goes in in ranch commonly uh this one was filled with it mm. and i liked it you like when stuff is filled with that herb <laughs> <laughs> would you give it a point um i see okay i want to give it a sauce point because i like okay. both of the sauces 
Yeah, you got barbecue and honey mustard, or barbecue, barbecue and ranch. Barbecue and ranch, and I think both of them were good. The only reason that I don't want to give it a ranch point, and you can, you are f- feel free to give it a ranch point. I'll mm-hmm. back you on it, but I started giving out too many ranch points. Th- this ranch is just as good as many of the places we have been to recently. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it doesn't warrant a point because I didn't give those places a point for it. Because now we're starting to... I feel like we've hit a new level But you of have range. to do remember, though, this is also dairy-free ranch. Oh, shit. So that's... Let's give it a point. Yeah. That's crazy. I actually so didn't even think about points? that. Yeah. I would give it a point for their... It's vegan ranch. For being vegan sauces and then a point for being homemade good sauces that they like all good offerings wow that's crazy that that's vegan i didn't even think about that because yeah. it was very like creamy and buttermilky but mm-hmm. it's not yeah i wonder what it is because it can't even be yogurt it's true what is it huh i don't know that's interesting i'm gonna have to figure that one hit out. hit do me at veg or whatever yeah they were like someone emailed us <laughs> but yeah i mean i think i think they deserve both of those sauce points uh, do you have any other thoughts on the sauce? What did you think about the barbecue? Uh, I liked it. You know, I again, I think with 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 barbecue sauce, I you know, I also am kind of a wuss when it comes to spicy stuff. Yeah. And so I like a nice sweet barbecue sauce that has a little bit of a smoky flavor. Mm-hmm. You know, like the you know sweet baby rays or whatever. Type yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, and I think that uh, sometimes it can be overpowering because I kind of you don't want the sauces to be like. To, like and I think this is something that a lot of vegan places suffer from is that like if they're relying on the sauce to be most of their flavor, then they make their product not as good because yeah. they're like, well, you're you know if you're eating the pulled pork sandwich, then you want it to just be like barbecuey and that's right. it. But it's like, you know, I think a good a good vegan place has to be able to like, okay, we've got the flavor, but the 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 base is also solid enough to not need to be doused in it in order to be For any sure. good. So. I appreciated the fact that it's that it was the same with the ranch that it's like it's not too bitter it's not too mm-hmm. you know um, yeah and also I, I'm not a big fan of really thick sauces too I love a thin ranch mm. and this is the best this is the best kind they're a perfect compliments which is what a sauce should be although some people would say that eating a chicken tender is like all about like like you said earlier like it's really just about the sauce but that's kind of like what we're trying to Set, sure. set differently is that yeah. they're just supposed to be compliments. Educate not. people one podcast at a time. Yeah. A sign of a good tender is not needing sauce. Exactly. Mm. Quote um, me. Sure. Quote me. Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> I don't... Uh, we got any other points or any other things to add to the, the tenders themselves? I will say that I like them. Yeah. I will say that this quality of tender and taste, uh, if I... If every place was, if this was the low end of quality in terms of vegan chicken fingers, um, I would be okay with having these all the time. Okay. Uh, I I think the biggest thing that would make these one step better is the shape and size. Okay. I think they need to work on that. I think the meat and the What do you want different? I want a thinner, bigger finger. Hmm. Oh, so like more of like a... (laughs) Like how like a uh, uh, Cantor's is sort of like a f- exactly like yeah yep. flatter shape of Africa flat and bigger yeah exactly okay. yeah okay um, I think that would help uh, them in a lot of areas both in uh, size and bang for your buck as well as yeah, texture yeah. and uh, and getting it you know closer to an actual chicken finger shape like it th- it does throw me that it's the shape of a mozzarella stick okay so Fair. other than that though the flavor was great I enjoyed it I had like two two I think maybe three yeah. I approve them. I would approve them as a ve- as a vegan place. They're definitely better than Crossroads. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Crossroads was hardcore not approved. Yeah. And this place I, I approve. And also, I want to go back and get the... I know, the I'm going to try the, the Mexican, like a burrito or something. Yeah. Did you like the chili fries? I love the chili fries. Yeah, they were really good. I like, And it's like... like I, I never get chili fries because they fuck me up so bad. Because mm. they're, you know, chili fries just too much. And we got them. And I like when we got them, I was like, they'll be fine. They're vegan. And then I like took a bite and I was like, nah, these taste like chili fries. Like I could only have like five bites. I was Do like, you th- Damn. I see that. But I it will go through this. you differently, right? I don't know. They will go through you differently. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll say this. I've never gotten like food poisoning after a vegan place. Yeah. Um, good to know. Well, it's well, hard for like, bacteria to. Yeah. It's just, I mean, obviously you can still get sick. People can have bad vegetables or whatever, you know, but, um, or just, you know, unclean environments or whatever. But, um, it is always weird. To, like I've never, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that it exists, but I've never had someone say like, you know, I had the worst diarrhea last night. I'd be like, really? Where'd you go? And they're like, oh, I went to a vegan place. Like I've, ne- I've never heard that. Yeah. You know? hmm. Um, and I would, and I, I also am super sensitive to. Isn't Indian food vegan? No. Not all of it. Some of it is. They don't eat cow. Yeah. But you they'll eat, like chicken and pork. There's a lot of vegan. There's a lot of vegan. Like there is a lot of vegan. There's options, definitely a lot of yeah. vegan options. Yeah. I would not dig into a thing of chili cheese fries, even if I did eat meat, um, out of fear of sonic diarrhea, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, these ones, I will go home and sleep well tonight and not worry <laughs> right. about, about getting sick from them. I wonder what it's made from. I mean, probably also soy protein. Uh, yeah, I'm, I think the meat uh, is, I don't know what they make the sauce out of. The cheese is, is obviously the... Excuse me, the fake uh, the fake cheese that they use, and and that's also I think has come leaps and bounds in the last couple of years. Fake cheese was uh, fake awful cheese is great for now. Years now he, it's much better. When I was in college, my roommate ate, would always eat fake cheese, and he he would melt it, and when as soon as you melted it, it was awful. Mm-hmm. But now you can melt like this was great melty cheese. Yeah, in the, and the, I think the melting aspect is really difficult with with vegan stuff because mm-hmm. it doesn't melt as easy. So like. There's a great place uh, called Burger Lords. Oh yeah, in Highland Park. Really like Burger Lords, but I will say that the one challenge they have when you buy like their like um, their their chili cheese fries or whatever is that the cheese it's hard to melt because yeah. it, you know and then once the it does melt, it's, totally. So uh, this place I think does a good job because you also don't want the cheese to just be like um, like a sort of like baseball game nacho cheese where it's just (laughs) like oh that's just yellow water covering these fries type of thing so yeah um so yeah overall i think it was a really good vegan experience thank you for recommending this place happy you said you're a regular right yep so well there you go so it's you you, we don't need to tell you anymore if you're in hollywood go to doomies if you're a vegan go there if you're not and you want to see what good vegan food tastes like yeah thank you so much for coming on no problem. Do you, uh, what do you have to plug? Do you have anything fun well, coming up? Uh, I mean, I, I'm still plugging the book that I had come out recently this last year. Cool. Uh, if you get a chance, it's called uh, Let's Burn This Moment Down to the Filter. Mm-hmm. And it's a collection of the last five years of street art I've put up. Uh, and then there's a book before that that's the sort of last five years before that. Um, that you can just get uh, at bookstores and around the world, or you can go to uh, IamMorley.com or my publisher, CameronAndCompany.com. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Cool. So you have street art all around. Where's that? Where yeah, I mainly some art? I mainly do stuff in in Los Angeles because that's mm-hmm. where I live, obviously. But I try to do it, uh, you know, any place I travel to. I try to, to you know, whether it's different states or different countries. Um, you know, just trying to create artwork, mainly message based stuff. Cause I sort of consider myself sort of writer first and, mm-hmm. and an artist second, um, that, you know, hopefully will, 
either be a little bit of encouragement or a little bit of, you know, uh, um, wisdom or, you know, just humor, something to make people smile, that yeah. kind of a thing. So, yeah. That's awesome. We'll Thanks. share some of your work on our page cool. as well. Yeah, most uh, definitely. Check out your website. What about your Instagram? Instagram is uh, at official underscore Morley. You have that. You have that other one too. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Morley illustration. That's yeah. sort of my little like side project where I mainly do uh, like um, illustrations of people that I like and admire. Where's the the your most favorite place you've you've done some art, or maybe a most unique place? Mm. Well, let's see. Um, I recently did a piece. Uh, I mean, obviously, the most of what I do is is illegal. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you do you still do a lot of illegal? Ninety nine percent of my stuff is illegal. Still, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the you know the the one percent is like I did you know like the the L A food bank hired me to, to create uh, some art for the wall where they have their volunteers pack uh, food for people and so I I, I painted a, a sort of mural for them um, and that was cool. But my favorite sort of place to put stuff up is I love boarded up buildings mm-hmm. because I don't like to put up art in a place that's gonna like do a lot of damage or like yeah. that someone's gonna look at and be like bummed out because it means they're gonna have to spend the day peeling posters off of a wall. Um, but boarded up buildings are great because the, the, the window frames can act as a sort of frame for the artwork. Sure. And then, you know, when they sell the building or whatever, uh, the boards come down and no damage has been done. So that's sort of the place that I, I go to first when I'm creating art. Uh, and then I also love things like construction walls, mm-hmm. uh, you know, things that are those, you know, boarded up places. Uh, um, and then obviously the, the little gray boxes are always good. Yeah. You know, the little oh, boxes yeah. and things like that. So. so how'd you, how'd you get into this? Well, I moved to L.A. to be a screenwriter mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, spent years, um, you know, writing and, and you know, trying to write. And I just started getting really frustrated with how many layers of permission you kind of needed to create anything and to express anything. Yeah. It was like, okay, you write a script and then you get it to, you know, maybe you try and get actors involved in it. And then you try and get financing or you try and get a producer to be involved in it. And then... And then you know, after it goes through all those layers, then you have to try and get a, a, you know, a distribution company and then you have to try and get into theaters and then you have to try and get people to come to those theaters. And so it, that to me was like, all those different layers were really like, uh, just exhausting. And so I wanted to create something that was like, I wasn't creating a flyer for people to come see my band. The, the, the flyer was the band. Yeah. 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 Um, so I liked creating artwork that was sort of living out its destiny. Uh, just by being, being able there. to give it to an audience. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So instead of saying, come see my thing, I was like, here's my injecting thing. it into their world. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's awesome. Uh, so check out your website. I, I am morley.com. Yep. Uh, and then official underscore Morley on Instagram. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram at tender friends pod. Uh, we also just released our video for Eric tries new foods. Episode three. We, we tackled the chicken sandwich debate Did that come out today. Came out today. 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 Oh, it's up right now. Just YouTube and search tender friends i guess I don't, like, uh, that doesn't really work that well i mean if you there's not many tender friends out there so it will come up eventually yeah. probably on the first page uh and the title is eric goes undercover to obtain a sold out popeye's chicken sandwich very long title but <laughs> uh, i gotta point. say one thing real quick uh i appreciate that you don't know this but you've had pen on your forehead <laughs> oh, really? the entire <laughs> 
interview. Which, okay, so I didn't want to say anything because we had just started and yeah. we had like a good flow and I noticed it and uh-huh. then I was like, ah, just fuck it. Yeah, I'm covered in pen. Yeah. You got like a, a nice line down your forehead. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, the, the first time I saw it, I thought, is that like stitches and he's had like <laughs> recently had brain surgery or something? Uh, and then I realized like, oh, it's the pen. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I was going to say something, but, but we had just started flowing <laughs> in and I was like, I'm yeah. not going to say anything. Well, thank you for waiting till I did, the end. I yeah. did want to wait till the end, but I, I didn't want to uh, leave and then have you like have the rest of your night and then you go These to the fuckers bathroom. fuckers didn't even <laughs> tell me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when did I do it? Was it after? <laughs> no, right. I know exactly when because this pen has exploded in my hand yeah. and it's all over me. You um, cut to back with Doomies and the woman's like, you guys talking about bullshit? And she's like, oh, and you got pen on your head too. <laughs> you're like, Fuck dickhead. Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, so our video is out now. Go check that out um, and see if we were able to, you know, obtain one of those secret Popeye's chicken sandwiches that are sold out. Uh, we also did a, a taste test and compared a bunch of the sandwiches. So check that out. And in that video, you will find <laughs> out who our winner is for our $50 gift cards giveaway. Uh, I guess we can announce it here that, that Kate Brennan won. Yeah. Um, she, congratulations, Kate. Um, she is a fan. I believe she lives in Canada. I believe we were talk- I was talking to her about... They have a uh, roasted chicken Lay's chips up there oh, now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, wow. I believe she was going to obtain some of those when she. Well, gets you're not getting your goddamn gift from, cards. Yeah, this until is we get quid the pro quo, Kate. Uh, <laughs> but no, DM us, Kate, if you hear this or you saw the video, and uh, we will hook up some gift cards and send them your way. Um, so Did we give a to- uh, total. A point oh total? no, we didn't give the point total. The point total for Doomies is eight points. Okay. Which is tied with Crossroads. Oh, that sucks. I know. That's They're better than Crossroads. They are, but I guess there's different things that. Uh, it's the way Different the, factors. The, the tender crumbles. Yeah, I mean we can give we can give it a staff point. <laughs> they were nice. They were really nice. They were nice. Uh, do we do it? Let's, let's do it. give them a Whoa. staff point. Going I mean, up to nine points. Point. There you go, Doomies. We need to make sure we differentiate them between Crossroads because they were much better. But Travis Barker doesn't own Doomies. That was probably one of their points. That was definitely one of their points. <laughs> um, so uh, so nine points for their staff. Uh, because they're not Travis Barker. Uh, <laughs> that's the point that we're giving them. So nine points for Doomies. Uh, Morley, thank you again for being on. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, thank you for informing us and our audience about some, you know, the rules of veganism. Well. <laughs> the be all end all. You are the. Uh, Everything the, you said is Bible. Go go <laughs> ahead and watch Earthlings, guys. Then they'll that, that will both traumatize you horribly and teach you all you need to know about being a vegan. Cool. Sounds sad. It's horribly sad. But Joaquin Phoenix is the host. Oh, well, the Joker? Sadder. The Joker himself. The Joker himself will will terrorize your your brain for the rest of your life. Okay. We'll in be a good back. Way. Oh, oh. In, a, in a good way. We'll be back next week with another episode. Uh, we're doing frozen nuggets next week, and we had a, a big treat for you guys. The entire cast of Whimsical Hotel will be joining us. Hold your breath. It sounds like they're all coming. We have gotten. This has been almost happening so many times. I know, but this time it sounds like it's actually happening, and we're yeah. gonna do some frozen nuggets. So one more week without tenders on tender friends. Yeah, I don't know. This Crazy. is how it fell. Yeah, the whole month of September. Um, so far. Uh, so check out that episode next week, and thank you for listening. And check out the video on YouTube. And that's it. Bye. Bye.